Welcome to Salam Nerds Podcast. We do reviews and recaps of your favorite movies and shows. We focus on representation and the voices that are ignored. Yo, 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 it's the Salam Nerds. My name is Lee, a.k.a. Watch and I'm here my boy, Jazz. We drop live episodes on YouTube on Sundays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. All episodes can also be found everywhere podcasts are found. Thank you to all our supporters. Please help us by subscribing and leaving a good review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. This is your boy, Neebs, a.k.a. Watch with Neebs, and I'm here with my co-host, Jeff, a.k.a. DJ Key Lime Pie. DJ Key Lime Pie. <laughs> yo, that Key Lime Pie looked delicious. It, it looked, looked fake, but it looked It looked so good. fake. It looked, it looked so it, fake. I want to eat it, man. Like, I want to eat the fake goop. That scene was so distracting to me because, like, uh, Tom Hiddleston was not eating it. He was just spinning the fork around over and over and then putting an empty spoon into his mouth. And I was like, this motherfucker is not even eating it. It is pissing me off. He was just eating, like, tiny bits of the whipped cream. And I'm like, I know. it was so annoying. That scene was so annoying to me. The color, though, looked so interesting. I, I-, I want to try it. <laughs> I do like key lime pie, though. Key lime pie is delicious. It's my second favorite pie. My second Mm -hmm. favorite pie. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say second favorite, but, you know, it's up there. uh, My first favorite is banana cream pie. So good. So good. Allow me to introduce you to pecan pie. Pecan's okay. I fuck with pecan. I didn't always fuck with pecan, but now uh, it's just all right. It's not bad. I, I, I don't hate me pecan pie. Okay. Next time you're in Houston, right? We're going to go to House of Pies. I'm going to get you a pie called Bayou Goo. Ooh, Bayou Goo. Okay. It sounds disgusting, but it's amazing. All right, all right. I just need to find a reason to go to Houston. Hey, I'm always here, man. I know, but there's got to be, like, other stuff to do. (laughs) Wow. Thanks, Neves. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. All right, listen. Speaking of other things to do. Someone who has other things to do is Sylvie. She'd rather be at McDonald's than back at the TVA, and we get to see her back in the show. Uh, what are your thoughts of the return of Sylvie? You know, I, I kind of get where they were coming from when they said, of all the places you could be, why would you go to a fucking McDonald's when you have all the freedom in the world? But it was weirdly charming almost. Like, you know, just in the middle of nowhere, like Braxton, Oklahoma, at a McDonald's, and she's just working there, living, you know, whatever life she wants. It it was comforting, um, but it didn't hit for me exactly. Mm, you know, McDonald's was my first job. That was the first job I ever had. Yo, really? Yeah, McDonald's was my first job. That's amazing. Um, oh, sweet. We got uh, MTF in the comments. What up, MTF? 
Yo, MTF. Yo, read your uh, DMs, bro. I've, I've been DMing you, asking you to come back on the show, and you haven't uh, you you haven't replied. <laughs> Yo, if you want to come on right now, just send him the link. <laughs> Yo, I don't have his email. You have his email. Send him the link. Just forward it to him. We'll just okay, we'll do, sure. We're doing this live. <laughs> just come on the show. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, McDonald's was my first job. Um, I think I was 15 or so, and I know all their secrets. Like you know how there's like that Muslim conspiracy where everyone's like, you can't have the fish fillet because they dip the same oil in the bacon and all that stuff. Um, that's not true. The fish fillet has its own section. Yeah. Right. Like the fish smell within the oil. Like you wouldn't. Yeah. The the fish fillet has its own section, and the French fries have their own section. So they're not deep frying any bacon next to the fish fillet. You guys are good. Also, the reason the McDonald's ice cream machine is always broken is because they have this company has a monopoly on monop uh, on the ice cream machine the repairs. Yeah, yeah, the repairs, and only they can do the repairs, and they're like backed up like crazy. So that's why the ice cream machine is always broken. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. One other company actually made like a DIY fixing tool for it. Yeah. And they were selling it for like a 10th of the cost of actually like hiring that one monopolizing company to do it. Yeah, that company sued the company who made the DIY thing and won. And now they can't even do that. Wow. And you know, it's really funny, like, uh, back in the day, they used to have McFlurries. And the McFlurry mm -hmm. is used to, um, you know, what happens is the spoon on the McFlurry is actually the mixing device. So you put the vanilla ice cream in there, then you put the candies in there, then you put the spoon in there, and the spoon gets connected to the machine, and the machine spins around everything, right? They don't spin it spin around anymore. The McFlurries just have, like, toppings on the top. They don't mix them anymore. Of course not. The machine's always broken. <laughs> I know. So... <laughs> I don't know why we got into a tangent on McDonald's. Also, you know one, th one thing I think is really funny? When uh, Sylvie goes on a break, she gets like a meal with her. And mm -hmm. that's actually true. Every, every McDonald's employee gets free lunch. Like you get a free meal on your break. That's cool. You get whatever you want on the menu. Like you could just like pick whatever you want. Bro, I kind of want a fish fillet right now. What she order? Fish fillet? <laughs> <laughs> that's a different kind of fish fillet, but okay. <laughs> you know you know what I order at McDonald's? What? It's not on the menu, but I order a grilled cheese sandwich. They can make it for you. You just ask them for a What? You ask them for a cheeseburger without the burger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying for that. <laughs> I I did. I did. I used to do that Yo, all the time. Redemption. We've got Brandon in the comments saying, I want key lime pie after Loki TBH. Thank oh. you, Brandon redemption for jazz yo brandon's on our podcast yo that's a big deal man this is guys the phase zero like hero <laughs> phase zero hero that's awesome just made that up um i brandon we didn't see you at comic-con this year man i missed you but like hopefully next time we get to see you uh again um definitely check out the phase zero podcast i think they also do a thursday episode with loki's and it's doing really well i've been checking it out on the podcast while i was on vacation uh but yeah Dude, let's get started, man. What about this X5 guy, bro? Brad Wolf. What are your thoughts about this? Because I was hella annoyed. <laughs> that was my thoughts, too. Like, who the hell is this annoying douchebag? Like, yes, he went to the timeline that he wanted to be in. He became a movie star. And then he was being so shady about it. Um, You want to get into that whole scene real quick where how they first introduced him? Yeah, go for it. 
so yeah, like uh, you know, they're at this premiere. Is it a premiere or was it just like a, a cinema kind of thing or like a gallery? No, it, it was a premiere, it's like a red carpet premiere for his new movie called mm. Z- Zombie uh, Zaniac or something. Oh, Zaniac, yeah. We got a guest. What up, MTF? What's hey, y'all. You oh, made it. Y- y- your mic's a little loud, but yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was just me trying to be Mike Minutes. Uh, scaring you all oh yeah mike minutes i love it <laughs> oh that's so funny mike minutes miss minutes oh man we haven't had an appearance by miss minutes yet so i'm i'm, I'm uh, counting the numbers uh the days until she's there it'll be this week yeah, yeah yeah probably all right man uh so we got two people for key lime pie what what are your thoughts about the key lime pie mtf it has been a long time since i've had a key lime pie so i would probably uh take my chances and then three to one all right you know what the uh, best thing about being in jersey is we have diners in almost every (laughs) single city and they're open late night and they all got pies oh you're so unique yes (laughs) oh you got diners and pie at night oh my god listen a lot of cities don't okay i've been (laughs) to these towns in the middle of america they do not have diners all right i was just i'm spoiled i was just in edmonton canada you know what time everything closes in edmonton canada 6 p.m the entire city shuts down why I don't know. There's nothing. I couldn't get a coffee. I couldn't get a bite to eat. Everything just shut down on a Saturday at 6 p.m. It's wild. That is. Crazy. I guess it's because it's so far north and so cold that it's probably not safe to go out after a certain point in time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is, man. But that was that was great. Uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon's like, I miss diners. Brandon, if you're ever in Jersey, I'll take you to the best diner. I'll take you to TikTok Diner, uh, which is the diner where one of the partners killed the other partner <laughs> of the diner. What? Yeah, this diner was like involved in the mob, bro. <laughs> so was this Tick or Talk? I, <laughs> I think Tick Kill Talk. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking oh, of time, let's yeah. talk about the TVA. All right, um, let's talk about the TVA, man. Well, let's talk about Brad Wolf, man. What are your okay. thoughts on him? Because I feel like Brad Wolf had a big personality shift from episode one to episode two. He was like this like really stuck-up person who was kind of just like all by the books and was really into being the TVA. And then all of a sudden, he's just off the books and kind of just but- ran away, did his own thing, and it almost... I didn't even realize it was the same character for like so the first I, like I, few minutes. I knew it was the same character, and I agreed about the personality shift. But he was he was still kind of a jerk or a dick or whatever. You know, yeah. I've, I guess we can say it on on the show. It's, it's been a while. Yeah, this one's explicit. <laughs> he, so yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, dickish. He was, <laughs> yeah, he yeah he was he was a dick in the first episode, and you know I guess I got the sense that he was a, being like nihilistic. Which yeah. you sometimes see with people when they're like two by the book. Once they realize that the uh, rules don't matter anymore, they're yes. like, "Well, fuck it. I might as well, you know, do everything that I've ever wanted to do." Yeah, a little Rick Sanchez in his personality. <laughs> Just like, "Fuck <laughs> it, man. <laughs> Nothing matters." Exactly. Whole world view shattered. Yeah, yeah. He says plenty of time the TVA isn't real. The TVA doesn't matter. So I, I totally get what you're saying. Um, but then Loki chases him down, which I thought was funny. And we see Loki mm-hmm. up to his old tricks doing these uh, 
illusions and stuff like that, which I thought was really cool. What are your thoughts of Loki chasing down uh, Brad Wolf? That was definitely cool. I mean, that was one of the, you know, I know that one of the criticisms of the show last season was that their action scenes weren't so great, you know, so I liked that they had both a chase sequence and a an illusion sequence. And it gave it gave us a little bit of a taste of the the suave, like James Bondy Loki yeah. that I think we a lot of us were expected when we first heard about the show. Yeah. That's a great way to describe it, the suave James Bondy version of Loki. Because <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like. So yeah, it's, that's a it's great funny, way to describe it. It's funny you say that because Tom Hiddleston was one of the people in the running to be James Bond, which was right. kind of interesting that you say that. Um, all right, so the chase scene happens. Then we go into the Loki symbol uh, title scene, which I uh, someone told me the title scene for Loki is the font from every single movie Loki was in. So they take like so they take like one letter. Uh, mm-hmm. from the font every single movie he was in so it would be like avengers it would be it's door of the dark world ragnarok every single movie that he's been in that's what the fonts are in the beginning which i, I didn't really know that i thought that was really cool that's clever yeah, yeah that's yeah. very clever i mean i always wondered i always wondered where the different letters were where they were taking it from yeah. so it's good to know that there was it was different fonts from different movies yeah. now now i want to kind of go back and and reconstruct uh, all the different letters yeah. Right? yeah, just like go on MS Paint and copy them over. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the reverse of a ransom note. Like you're you're like taking oh, the yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's so funny. Um, all right, so Obi is in the room and he is trying to put together some weapon that would save the loom. And they come in there with Brad Wolf's uh, temp pad, and they're like, "Hey, can you fix this?" And Obi goes, "Yeah, sure. This is a bigger priority than the, the, the loom." <laughs> like, like, no, no, you do what you're doing. Right? We'll yeah. be all right. <laughs> I, yeah, I love the delivery of that. You know, it's like, I mean, if this is bigger than the destruction of all reality, I guess. <laughs> Just so matter of fact, and you know, he would do it too if they asked him to. <laughs> Love it. That that was so funny. Um, so they they tried to put together this like temp pad, and it's just so funny seeing Loki sit there and with a screwdriver and try to fix his temp pad with uh, Mobius, which is funny because this guy was just you know <laughs> he was just taking over America and the and the the world with his army, which I think yeah. was really funny. And now he's sitting at a at a, at a desk trying to figure out how to figure out this temp pad and our hero casey comes in and goes oh that's not what it was for it's for something completely different um i read haven't you read the tv guy handbook yeah i Apparently, love the, i love the casey ob fast friendship it was like did we just become best friends like they really did yep. they, <laughs> they really did become best friends i thought that was really really funny uh i i love that uh casey got his autograph which was good for him um and then they're like all right listen we know that Brad Wolf is lying. And uh, so they go to where he's being held and they try to interrogate him. First time, it doesn't go well. It doesn't go well. Uh, they got Mobius's number. Mobius gets upset, get some key lime pie. <laughs> and, and I love the way uh, Loki tries to comfort him. He goes, hey, yeah, it happens, right? One time I was so pissed off at my parents that I went down to Earth and tried to subjugate a whole entire people. <laughs> just like that. that is just like Loki to frame it as as a tantrum. It's like, we all have our moments. 
<laughs> it's like if my family didn't put me through so much trauma, I would have never have done that. <laughs> yeah. That's Bruh. how the that's how the mainstream media frames a story anyway. You yeah. know, oh, if, always, it's a, if it's a black always. or a brown person, you know, it's like it's their problem. But if it's a, it's a white god, you know, what, can we look at the parents? Can we look at how he was raised? You know what's really funny? Dude, it's so accurate. <laughs> it's so funny that you mentioned that because um, Loki is essentially somebody who tried to commit genocide on Earth. And if you go to Miss Marvel and when they go to uh, AvengerCon, there's people dressed up as Loki. Like, why? Like, I get it that he's a villain, but like in that reality, he is literally Hitler. Like, I don't understand. That is, that is a really good point. I never thought about the fact that he never effectuated the face turn on Earth. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like he he did it all in space. I mean, maybe maybe Thor put in a good word for him later. Or maybe uh, Ant-Man with his podcast. <laughs> that would be hilarious low-key on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then Paul Rudd just made low-key low key a hero. <laughs> Pun intended. Leave it to Paul Rudd. <laughs> My God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Uh, what was his podcast name again? called again? The Little Guy? <laughs> yeah, it was like, don't overlook the little guy or something like that. I think that was his book. Yeah, yeah. yeah he had a book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, which was really, really funny. All right. So they interrogate this guy. Um, and they're like, it was right, God let's... cop, bad cop, you know? <laughs> yeah. God, God, God cop, bad cop. <laughs> I'm so glad you're on this episode. That's, that's a Dude, fire. This is so great. <laughs> that's a fire line. God cop, bad cop. So in this episode, they try to work this machine. And Loki says, I don't have the, the keypad for it. So Mobius goes outside to get the keypad and then he locks mobius out now the reason this scene works so well is because earlier this guy just gave like a whole line about like how everything he touches uh dies and he's mm -hmm. responsible for his mother's death and he all he'll ever be is just a villain so loki's like fuck it let's lead into this motherfucker right let's so mm -hmm. he's like all right i have the keypad right here let's turn this on let's try to figure out how to use it i have no idea how to use it and before you know it there's like a box on this guy and they keep shrinking and shrinking and shrinking to the point where he kind of breaks and finally gives in and then turns out it was mobius's uh trick all along which i totally saw coming still pretty well executed uh what were your thoughts on this scene i mean i love a good pun always so the fact that this episode is called breaking brad it's like you know <laughs> i did the the weebay gif i was like they oh, did it you know, but I, but yeah, I mean, I had a feeling that that was a scheme, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but they played it to perfection. They really, you know, they really worked it. Mm -hmm. I, I actually I, love the fact that he was like playing with the controls, and then he's like, "Ooh, what does this do? Ooh, ooh, okay." <laughs> and then he just keeps going, and I'm just like, "All right, I believe he's learning. Cool." But yeah, you know, but we I, all know he he knew what he was doing the whole time. Yeah. Now, what I want to know is is how far does this technology go? Like, if he did crunch him. Could he reverse it and then uncrunch him? No, I think once you're crunched, you're crunched. Then I don't think I, I think like you can un miniaturize the box so the box gets big again, but the person stays crunched. <laughs> I mean, I feel like well, I mean that that was the thing because it's you know it's the TVA and it, and it's time based, so yeah. I didn't know if this would if this technology like had some kind of time component to it. So it was like the box was getting smaller, but like you could make it bigger. 
because it came from like a different timeline or whatever. You no, know what I mean? Uh, there was actually, if you if you notice, in the back of one of the scenes in episode one, they they mm -hmm. have uh, a poster about the machine and how it works. So oh, okay, it, I missed yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very small thing. Like you wouldn't know. It I missed like, it too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. So, well, for me, like I watched the first two episodes early. I thought I got a screener, and because okay. of so like I had already seen the second episode. So when I rewatched the first episode, I noticed these things. You knew to look out for it. Yeah. What's yeah. the name of the What's the name of the machine again? Do you remember that? No, it just oh. told the the, the the machine. The Torturator Nine Thousand. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, all right. So <laughs> there's one point where Loki goes, "Lives at stakes," <laughs> and he goes, "Lives at stakes." You're a fucking villain, bro. <laughs> what you talking about? Lives at stakes. Uh, I thought that was hilarious. Um, all right. So they decide to go down to Earth to Midgard, and Mobius and Loki and X Five go to this McDonald's. At the McDonald's, Sylvia is simply working at McDonald's. She seems to be a good employee. The, the 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 kid asked her to do something. She's like already done it. I was like, look at look at Sylvia trying to get employee of the month. <laughs> I I thought that was really really funny. She's just loving her life there at McDonald's. How she get a job with no social security card? That's what I want to know. Hey hey, it's the '80s. Don't ask questions, okay? Don't ask questions. Oh, yeah. Plus, she can enchant people still. She just oh, is like, yeah, you're right. You want to right. give me a job? That is true. That is true. But she is an illegal alien, so. <laughs> but she's. But again, she's the white. White. God. <laughs> she's right. she's white. He invented the Karen. <laughs> she invented the Karen. I mean, the TVA was basically a black-owned business, and she was a Karen complaining about it. <laughs> That's right. It's like I like to speak to the manager, and then he, you know, the manager was the manager who remained. <laughs> she was literally the manager of the TPA. Oh my god! Oh man, that's so funny. Uh, all right, so X Five is itching to get out of there, and we can't figure out why. Uh, as as Mobius is sitting there enjoying chicken McNuggets and just like just having a milkshake. Uh, god, I missed milkshakes. I haven't had milkshakes in a while. Uh, Dude, I'm straight up going to McDonald's after this. Like. I, yeah, I wonder I what the uptick of sales. I wonder if the uptick of McDonald's sales was because of that massive product placement. Oh, don't you guys know uh, Loki is actually doing a Mc, Mc, McDonald's uh, which call it promotion? Promotion, yeah. So all of the sweet and sour sauce are like Loki flavored. Like they have Loki symbols on it, and people are collecting them. So people. Oh are, like, wow! Running. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah. The Is this the Chezwan sauce. sauce bullshit again from Rick yes, and Morty? Yes, it's, it's, it's back. I mean, didn't these guys write for Rick and Morty? Didn't some of the people yes. on Loki? I believe some of the people on Loki did write for New Freaking Morty. You're right. Uh, we oh got some more. God. We got some more people in the comments. Uh, Brendan was talking about the diner in Woodbridge called Galaxy. Yes, that's still there. And fun fact: you ever watch that show? What would you do with uh, John Quinones? No, no, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's this thing where like uh, they put people in this predicament. Like there'll there'll be like a racist couple at a diner, and people would overhear, and then oh, people. Oh yeah, yeah, I have seen that show. Yeah, okay. yeah, and then people would like you know step in and stuff like that. So that show is always filmed at Galaxy Diner in Woodbridge. So I, I oh, that was okay. cool. that was cool. Uh, we also got Polar Knights here. He's here. Uh, shout out to Polar Knights. He's one of our Twitch people. Uh, we don't know how to promote people on Twitch, but somehow he found us. So we appreciate <laughs> you, brother. Uh, we got to learn how to use Twitch better. Um, yeah, he's right. uh, from Norway. Norway. 
Yeah, I no believe. Way. Yeah. 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 Oh, perfect for Loki. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 absolutely. All right. So they find Sylvie, uh, and Sylvie says, I'll get off a break in five minutes. And Loki seems very, very happy to see her. There are times where I think Loki is more invested in working with Sylvie again than he is in saving the world. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I definitely think that they had a rough breakup. You know, they they're like, the same people. <laughs> understatement of the year. <laughs> she kicked him out of time door after she kissed him. You know, he didn't have time to write an R and B song, but he was <laughs> definitely trying to figure out like Sylvie, Sylvie, please. <laughs> you know, like you um and you know, you know, listen, who who among us hasn't gone to his ex's place of business and tried yeah. to get her to give him another chance? Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> Loki. You know, I know you're saying that as a joke, but I feel like almost every guy can relate to that. <laughs> Loki's out there writing a song like "It's tearing at my heart when I'm with you," <laughs> <laughs> and when we are apart, I feel it too. Like it's just literally the galaxy just tearing them apart. He should have uh, showed up with a giant boombox. Oh, You're right. Yeah. It's it, would been, it would have been it would have been era era appropriate as well. Yeah, that mm-hmm. would have been era appropriate. You're it's right. Eighties, yeah. All right. So he tries to convince her to come back to the TVA because he saw her in the future and he's trying to figure out like what's happening here. She's like, "Don't know. Don't give a fuck." And she's just like, "It's none of my problem anymore." And he's like, "What happens when all the other uh, he who remains show up?" She's like, "I'll kill them too. I don't give a fuck." Uh, Sylvie does not have any idea how this galaxy is working or how anything works here. <laughs> no, well, I think but... she, I think she thought she was hiding out in a safe timeline. I think that you know because she had stolen the temp pad. I think yeah. she tried to like you know basically conceal herself in a McDonald's, which is a great place to conceal yourself, I suppose. And you know wh- whatever carnage was happening with the multiverse, surely Kang would not take out this timeline with the lone mcdonald's in oklahoma another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos bank of america has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 7 in our mobile banking app find a location near you at bank of slash talk to us what would you like the power to do Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I believe it. On top of that, I also believe that Loki would kill the other Kangs. Like she's done it once. I'm sure she can do it again. I'm, you know, sure there might be other violent or you know more violent Kangs out there. But given Sylvie's knack for her own violence, true. I don't doubt it. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Cause like she killed the last he who remained because he let her. I don't know if she could hold her own. What do you think? Well, she thinks she can. You know, yeah, I she mean, thinks she can. Well, like, she has. And she's you know, taken out several, several quadrants of. Well, right. <laughs> but she has taken out several squadrons of TVA um, that is true. people over time, over like decades. That is true. She killed like 40 other people. That is true. Uh, even seen right after, like, you know, when we're getting into them stopping everything, she was just killing everybody left and right. 
it's yeah. true yeah she's that's like so, second nature to her killing tva agents yeah that's true so killing before, time killing time so before oh that God. happened ominous so before that happened uh x5 finally admits why he let sylvie go and that's because that timeline was going to be obliterated anyway so that's because that's why he didn't bring her in which I guess is an explanation. I don't know if it's a really, really good one. So he basically found her, and they were like, okay, we'll just blow up this timeline. And he's like, okay, good. I'm going to go be a movie star in the sacred timeline. Kind of well, weird, I mean, a little clunky. I think I think it sort of makes sense from this perspective. Like, he had some kind of weird connection with, with Alyssa Aaron. I don't know what her character's name is. Um, you know, the woman who let oh, docs, mm -hmm. docs, okay, yeah, you know, I just know her nah, breast docs. having her having her son be breastfed way too late into yeah, life. Um, yeah. but you know, she had a weird relationship <laughs> <I see it. laughs> with him, and you know, her she was definitely going off book with her plan to bomb all the timelines, yeah. So, I think the deal was kind of like you get you get to do whatever you want on the sacred timeline and let and let us effectuate our plan of bombing everything you know it seems again it was breaking protocol that the tva you know has rules but the rules don't matter anymore and everyone's just doing what they want so yeah, it's, it's like a game of whose line is in anyways the points don't matter and no one cares what's <laughs> going on uh, i totally i totally get that uh but in the meantime obi is uh trying to fix things and he realizes Oh shit! Um, a lot of this stuff is something he can't override. Only Miss Minutes can, and he who remains can. So we're all gonna die. And then <laughs> he explains to Casey, and Casey and him, you know, become besties, uh, and they're trying to figure out what's going to happen next. So that's what's happening on that end. And then we go back to Sylvie, and she starts to believe uh, that X Five has set up a trap. They go and they find the place where this trap is happening. Uh, they start beating up people. Uh, Loki and Sylvie hold hands and a bunch of green mist comes out and they beat up a lot of people that way. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but okay. I don't know if they're fighting with the power of love or the power of narcissism because they just, <laughs> he, he's into her, but he's technically into himself. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's a while, but. As Moby said, it's weird. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It is super weird. Uh, so they knew it was a setup, uh, but before they were able to catch Docs, they blew up almost every timeline. And I counted, and I think only four timelines remained. So they, but, all the wrenches were done. Well, no, but they had, now here's my question. Um, well, the, I have a couple couple questions, but the first one is, but the, the, the branches grow back, right? I mean, like the pruning is just th those are the branches that were had had grown since um since he who remains was killed so those people are dead for sure but yeah but there will be new timelines if they if they don't continue pruning that's that was my un understanding that's true that's true there will be new timelines well the new timelines exist every time there's a variant yes um, I don't know if they're making it so that no more variants can spawn, essentially. Because if no more variants can spawn, then no more branches would come off. Oh, no, you see, I my... Think yeah, I that. think it was... I think it's more like a, an actual... Like a real plant, you know? Like, 
like every little bit like a new branch grows yeah and if you don't snip it off and if you don't snip it off then it'll keep growing so it had grown a a whole bunch of different branches and then they came through and just hit the chainsaw you know what you're saying (laughs) is the sacred timeline is really a sacred bush (laughs) yeah you know yes Um, but um and you know like never mind Time specific in the 80s, trimming of the bush was not a thing. <laughs> I knew you were going there. I was like, please do it. Please do it. I, I was Thank hoping you. somebody, I was hoping somebody would go there. <laughs> I, I gave you the layup. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And, it, and listen, and, and Sylvie's European, so she knows. She... <laughs> Oh man, that is true. That is true. She's not Brazilian. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Brazilian, yeah. Brazilian Sylvie is all about pruning those timelines. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This show has gone off all the right, rails. Good job, guys. We're done. <laughs> this show has gone off the rails. Let's uh, uh all right, let's get back to the show. So so <laughs> After this timeline stuff happened, they just look horrified at these branches and realizing mm-hmm. all these people are dead. And he tries to tell Sylvie to stay. And she goes, nope, I'm gone. And before she leaves, he goes, it's harder to stay. Uh, which I thought was, was, damn, Tom Hiddleston just delivers that line so well. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really, really great. Brilliant and then, line. Yeah. And then we just see Sylvie just chilling on top of a Ford. While this teenager is like, are you coming into work tomorrow? She's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> um, I thought so that the, was, was pretty funny. So I have, I've only seen the episode once this week. Um, did we talk about the, the, the revelation with, um, with Loki telling the rest of the TVA about uh, Renslayer? No. Did did that not happen in the last episode or did that happen in this episode? Well, he heard it. Episode. He heard it in the last episode, but okay. he tells he tells everybody else about it in this episode. And that's how they figure out that she's working with Miss Minutes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so they found out that Miss Minutes and Renslayer are working together uh, with He Who Remains, who technically does not remain anymore. Um, so we just figure out where is Renslayer, where is Miss Minutes. Um I'm very curious. I want to see more Miss Minutes. I feel like Miss Minutes is going to have a significant role in here. We just haven't seen her yet. Um, so I don't know. I'm curious to see what this week's episode is going to hold. What are, what are your predictions? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, so I'm thinking that this might be the episode that we get Jonathan Majors. Uh, obviously, I haven't seen any of the the screeners or whatever. But if they're if they're trying to figure out where it all began based on the last thing that Renslayer was trying to do was trying to figure out also where everything began. They may know kind of when time travel was invented and therefore they will trace it back to, back to the root to, to um, Victor timely, which they then might find out is actually uh, he who remains because remember only Loki has seen him. So Loki and Sylvie. Well, right. But I mean, between Loki and the rest of the TVA, so right. so he could mm, yep. so to the extent that that they know that there's a guy named Victor Timely, they'll only know him as he who remains if Loki points him out. That's true. And we saw this scene at the end of Quantum Mania. So we know the scene like exists. True. Yeah. So so hopefully yeah, I think you're right. I think we might see it soon. So 
Um, yeah. What about you, Jazz? What are your predictions? Dude, I have no idea where this can go. Like, my issue with Marvel's multiverse okay. is that it's so chaotic, right? It can go any which way. Uh, a lot of people will not be happy. A lot of people will be very happy with the way it goes. Um, but because there's so many loose threads here, right? So many different mm-hmm. branches. I do not know where it can go. I do not, like, I can't even predict how the story will unfold at this point. Because yeah. even, you know, MCF, whatever you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. They could easily just be like, oh, hey, that was a red herring. <laughs> you were wrong the entire time. And, you know, there's no way sure. to, like, be like, hey, what about this, this, and this? No, like, every thread is still open right now. I have no idea where this can go. Yeah, that's, I mean, to me, that's a feature and not a bug. Like, one of the cool yeah. things about sure. time travel stories is that you don't always know where the beginning of the story is and where the end of the story is, and often they intersect. So even when people are talking about, like, the multiverse, we don't know if this is happening before these things that are happening with the multiverse or after these things that happen with the multiverse where, true. you know, where it gets all resolved into the sacred quote unquote sacred timeline. You know, we don't, we don't know at what point, I don't know if you guys uh, used to watch Dr. Who back in the day or oh, still watch Dr. Who, Who. you know, but like, stuff, yeah. but like river song, you know, her whole deal is that she's operating in a different order than everybody else so we're seeing her at different points in her story and then she's like spoilers you know like so for all we know any kang we run into could be kind of doing the river song thing where they're ahead of the game or behind the game depending on on when you know where our characters are yeah very true very true and we they could have different intentions in different times and at one point they could be the hero of their story and another timeline they could be the villain of their story so right and it's and in and in some they loki could end up being the cause of their villainous turn and not even know it that Mm -hmm. is true that is true I'm, i'm i'm very excited to see that but honestly i I gotta say, this episode was a little clunky for me. Uh, I just yeah. like it, I, I'm not. It, I watched the first two episodes together uh, in okay. a screening, and I was just like, "Okay, what now?" It like the way this episode ends. It ends kind of cleanly, but a little too where you're just like, "What's happening?" They got docs, uh, but the timelines are gone. Uh, what are they doing next? They have no lead. Yeah. I mean, I felt like the first, sorry to cut you off. I I felt like the first episode was more propulsive. You know, we, we, we knew what every character wanted and we were up against a ticking clock and we, you know, there was a story and there was a speed at which the story moved that kind of kept things going, even though there was a lot of stuff happening that we didn't fully understand the, the way that the episode was paced kept us, um, kept us engaged. The second episode felt like it was you know, depending on your you know your speed it was either luxuriating in in the story or meandering and there were times in the hour that i felt like it was doing a little bit of both like at mm-hmm. times i was just like soaking up the vibes i was happy that they were eating key lime pie then other times <laughs> i was like but aren't you guys like trying to solve a mission mission right now yeah. like is there, I mean, I know time moves differently in the TVA, but I feel like the last scene you were urgent, this scene you don't seem as urgent. Yeah. You know, 
I, I totally agree with you there. I thought that was that that part of it made it kind of like a little bit clunky for me. And I really thought like, okay, we got this like big character shift with uh with X five, which is fine. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole Brad Wolf. We don't know how much time was spent. Uh and then the timelines are trimmed, so Obi doesn't really have a problem anymore because the reason everything was going to explode and he needed to get it fixed right away was because there were too many looms in the yeah. sacred timeline and stuff like that. And now that all these branches are trimmed, he doesn't have a problem until they start branching off. Or, yeah, or it bought him more time. It bought him um, more time, basically, yeah. yeah. Now, one of my theories is that Obi is actually the only one in the TVA who hasn't had his mind wiped. Um, and I oh. think, like, I think he was down, I think he was down there in the, in, you know, in, in his little room and they sort of forgot about him. And I think at some point it's going, he's going to realize that he's got more information than everyone else has. So when it comes to the TVA, it was really he who remained. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's interesting. That's interesting. I, I I also want to see like Renslayer's uh what you call it relationship. Oh, with actually, him. wait, I got a better pun. Sorry, sorry, to, I got to jump in with my pun though. Oh, what's the pun? he's he who retains because <laughs> he's got all the memories. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> who remains? He who retains. Oh <laughs> uh, man, this is the pun show, guys. <laughs> uh, that's great. Uh, this this is the wrong Marvel show. We're, we're actually covering Punisher because <laughs> all we're doing is punishing you with puns. <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Honestly, I think we'll just end it there. <laughs> we covered the episode and we killed you guys with our corny dad jokes. Uh, all right, uh, MTF. Any final thoughts about this episode? No, no. I mean, I'm really looking forward to. I'm. I'm still bummed that we're not doing Tuesday episodes because it's I just know. those extra two days like feels like forever. Um, it it really screws up our timeline because we have like we do the Bachelor. Bachelor also airs on Thursday, so we got Bachelor in Paradise. Then we got the Golden Bachelor, and then we got Gen V, and then we got uh, Loki. They're all coming out on Thursdays. Right. It's not it's, to mention that Thursdays are when the movies come out. That's you know? true. Like, Thursdays, yeah, yeah. So it's it's too much. It's too much for for Thursday nights. They need to I go know. back to to the Tuesdays. So then we could spend all of Wednesday avoiding spoilers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you know have record our podcast on Thursdays and Fridays, and then I've got something to listen to on the weekends. You know, like, yeah. Luckily, there hasn't been any spoilers online, and I think that's due to the strike. So people aren't like covering a lot of stuff because of the strike. Uh, so I haven't seen too many spoilers. But other than that, I think uh, I don't know. We'll the date kind of messes things up, but we'll see. I I do yeah. know that. The Loki finale is on the same day that the Marvels premieres. So the Marvel will oh, premiere no. on Thursday. Loki finale is also on Thursday. I'm just like, why are you why? guys sabotaging yourself? This is weird. Yeah, I mean the That's only gross. Yeah, especially because now with the time frame, most of us are either right about you know if if we do see it on on that Thursday night, we're either in the theaters when the, the episode drops yeah. or just about to go into the theater when the episode drops so it's going to be hard to prioritize that 
Right. And then that whole week of like discourse and talking about it and hyping up the movie is going to be split between two shows. Going to be everyone's going to be talking about the Marvels or they're going to be talking about the Loki finale. Uh, so it's not going to get as much word of mouth and it's also predict already predicted not to do well because, you know, yeah. misogyny and exactly. strike, there's not enough people promoting it. Uh, I don't know. Do it's you think that it's pot? I mean, again, I don't know. I don't have, you know, insights or anything like that, but like, do you, do you think that it's possible that maybe a post credit scene connects it to? No, I don't think no. so. No. Yeah, probably I think I, th I think they had a chance to connect the two in the Skrulls uh, show, but that show was so bad that like no one really cared. It got yeah. I don't even know if people got to the end of that show to see the <laughs> exactly. next credit. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't really see it in low key. I'm sure there will be, but I don't know. I think they it just seems like a wasted opportunity if they are going to have one lead in like the end of low key yeah. kind of leading to the opening weekend of the marvels like it, it, some some kind of teaser would be kind of cool it would be cool but uh, i think the marvels was originally supposed to come out in july and they moved it back because of the strike so yeah, it yeah. wasn't that's it true was, it wasn't supposed to be on the same date to begin with uh yeah but i i i do think that the marvels are covering a completely different type of story they're not really concerned with the multiverse they're more concerned about the cosmic uh, portion of the MCU. I feel like there's little pockets of MCUs right now, right? There's like the ground level, yeah. which includes the Thunderbolts. Then there's the multiverse saga, which includes uh, Doctor Strange and Loki uh, and Ant-Man. And then there's the cosmic portion, which includes Guardians of the Galaxy characters and Miss Marvel and uh, the dumb Marvels. Uh, so there's like these little pockets of like storylines that are like simultaneously going on. Uh, so, which is kind of cool. I love that, but I don't see the multiverse one overlapping with the Marvel's one until we have like something like secret wars or something. Yeah. No, I, th I could, but I could see that, but I can also see it as we think they're not connected until something cosmic involves Kang, or you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I could see that. I don't see that happening in the Marvels, but I could be wrong. But I, I could see that happening in the future, for sure. For sure. There's got to be a point where they start bringing a lot of these stories together. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, I'm very curious to see, like, the Winter Soldier go up against Kang. I don't know how that's going to work. <laughs> yeah. It'll be, no, it, what it'll be, it'll be a Kang that is a Winter Soldier. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Then you have a Kang Iron Man, a Kang Hulk, a Kang Thor. Yes. It's going to be great. A Kangaroo. No. <laughs> There'll be, <laughs> be so many Kang. Kangvengers assemble. <laughs> oh, man. There's like a little bacteria, Kang, Kangivitis. <laughs> They're just everywhere. Oh man! All right, cool man. MTF, thank you for joining us on short notice. Thank, we love listen, having you on the show. Thanks for inviting me on. I love I love popping on when I can. Yeah, you know, I'm so happy you got to be on. We didn't always even have a great time. But yeah, no, this was a lot of fun. Uh, tomorrow we will be ca capturing the Golden Bachelor and the Bachelorette, and then we're going to be doing Love Is Blind, uh, and then we'll be back to Loki. Uh, cool, cool. And you said you guys are doing you guys are doing pods for Gen V as well. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do some is. Point. We're going to wait oh, for okay. the season to uh, wrap up to the middle, 
and then we're gonna do like the first half of Gen V, and then we're gonna do the second half of Gen V. We're not gonna do oh. uh, episode by episode. I mean, we are gonna got do episode it, by it. episode, but we're not gonna do like week to week. So we're gonna wait for like the first four episodes, or like I think first four episodes already dropped. So we'll talk about like I think next week we'll talk about Gen V uh, stuff, and then we'll do a second episode when the season ends. So oh, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, I've been I, I I binged a bunch of episodes over the weekend. Me too. Not, me too. That yeah, show's I'm wild. not caught up, but yeah, I'm I'm loving it. I'm really digging it. Um, so you know, hopefully, when you guys decide you want to talk about it, you can uh, slot me in real quick. <laughs> Yo, say no for more, sure. bro. Say <laughs> no more. We got you. We got you for sure. Um, all right, man. Thanks for joining us, guys, and everybody else. Thank you for joining us. Uh, until next time. Salam, nerds. Salam. Peace. Peace. Peace.